Hey, we've begun. We've done a thing. Um, week seven of the NFL season is in the books. And I've watched it all other than the Monday night. So we're recording this on a Tuesday straight after work, which is normally when I would watch the Monday night game. So I haven't watched the Monday night game. And because it's San Francisco, I don't know the score. So I'm going to watch it after. So we're just going to pretend that hasn't happened yet. Is that okay? Not discussing that. No, that's off the table. So, you know, congratulations to San Francisco or fuck you to the Vikings, depending how that went. One of those two. That's maybe maybe it's a draw, mate. Well, fuck you then. Still, <laughs> but just both those then. Uh, yeah. Congrats on getting a tie. No, actually, no. Not congratulations to the Nines on getting a tie. Congratulations to the Vikings. That would be great. For getting a tie. And also, fuck you for getting a tie. Um. Anyway, so far we've only spoken about the thing that's off the table. Um, and we watched the first half of Red Zone, the first half of Red Zone together on Sunday, the early window. Yeah. And I'm right saying that's all you've watched. That's all I've watched. Cool. So it's just what you can remember from the highlights of the early window on Saturday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, quite right. But um, yeah. Which is not much. Nor I never remember anything, but I normally really I write stuff down. Mm. Because I was watching it with you, I didn't even think to do that. So, I don't remember anything really. But that's okay. You can tell me everything that happened. Yeah, well, I'll tell you some things that happened. Most of it I will forget. And we don't have time to go through them all in great detail. And no one wants that. Um, anyway... So, shall we begin? What? Oh, have we not begun? No, we begin do. the going for yeah. all the games. Okay. So, admin, the following teams have a bye this week and have not played. The Carolina Panthers, the Houston Texans, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Jets, the Tennessee Titans, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, they're all getting healthier, presumably. Um... Thursday night football, a matchup I liked on paper. The Jacksonville Jaguars defeat the New Orleans Saints 31 to 24. Um, I guess all you know is the score of this game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I really enjoyed this game because it's one of the first games. I know it's week seven, but one of the first games I've watched in full, like not like a condensed version or not on red zone. It's not the only, but it's one of the first. I've watched all the way through in full with all the commentary, blah, blah, blah. It was great. I would say it wasn't as exciting as the scoreline suggests. Okay, it was, it was quite high scoring. It was quite high scoring. A lot of kind of stilted offense. Um, I made some notes. Um, I'm just going to read them as I've written them. They probably don't make any sense. All right. Um, the first note is Foyer Aluacon, the... Jags linebacker. Right. I like him. Uh, pick six. Huge tackle on goal line in brackets. New Orleans did end up getting the touchdown, though. Oh, yeah. She had a big tackle on the goal line. Then the next play, they scored a touchdown anyway. But, you know. Okay. Still need some flowers for that. Um, so that's the Jags defender. I then wrote, Taysom Hill is such a useful weapon. I've always liked, I've always liked watching Taysom Hill. Um, you, know, you know who he is? No, I don't even know which team that's for. With his he's, a, or... he's a Saints, Saints tight end, technically. Okay. He's listed as a tight end. But m- often plays receiver. Often plays receiver, often plays running back, often plays fullback, often plays quarterback. Wow. I he's know, a he's, versatile dude. He's a Swiss Army knife. But um, what they use him for most often is he'll come in at quarterback and just kind of do a, uh, like either a read option or like, a quarterback power run or something. Okay. So just, but he's, a, he's just a very good runner. Um, he's been about for ages. So I just like watching him. Um, and he was one of the few good things about the New Orleans offense for the majority of this game. Um, I wrote Jags fake punt 
Well, this is nice. I've not seen a fake punt, I don't think. I was going to ask if you'd seen one. This season. So, obviously, the lineup in punt formation. Snap it all the way back to the punter. And then the punter, obviously, has given someone the, the eye. Uh, one of the gunners, you know, the guys who are like lined yeah. up out wide. So the gunner kind of starts as if to kind of rush at the punt returner, but then stops pretty quickly. The punter just hoys in the ball, first down. And I was like in the first quarter or something. Oh, nice. That was very nice. I enjoyed that. Um, I then, my next note says New Orleans O line struggled, looked better in fourth quarter. That's okay. self-explanatory. Um, this one I wrote, both teams have loaded offenses, talent-wise, which I stand by. One looks one looks well-coached and one doesn't. Presumably Jags looks well-coached. The Jags offense looks well-coached, but New Orleans offense does not. I did amend you mean this. bad play calling? Not bad, bad play calling, but just like... They're not getting the most out of the players. It's all a bit stop-start. It doesn't flow. It doesn't seem like they're comfortable knowing what they're doing. I did amend this at the end to say Saints offense looks better in the fourth quarter. So I obviously wrote that note before the end of the game. Yeah. Um, oh, I then wrote a note to myself to check if this was the hardest game in New Orleans schedule, which I've not done. Um, but it genuinely might be. Which is a bit mad. Which is mad. Even though Jags are doing good this year, but still, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Jags are the best team in the AFC South, but the AFC South sucks. The NF- the, both South divisions play each other this this year, so the AFC South sucks. The NFC South sucks. Obviously, if you're in the NFC South, you play it twice. So it may well be the hardest game in the schedule. I've not checked, so let's just roll with that. Um, you let me know when this gets too boring. Um, <laughs> have you got this many notes on all the games? No, just this. It's because you watch this one in full. I watched it in full. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Josh Allen. There's another Josh Allen. Did you know that? I didn't know. So there's Josh Allen, the Buffalo quarterback, and there's yeah. Josh Allen, the Jags uh, edge rusher linebacker guy. Um, I wrote he looks good. Um, but this is kind of coupled with this next one, which is Trayvon Walker. Looks not so good. So, Trevor Walker was the Jags' number one overall pick, like the number one overall pick in the draft. The year before, the one just gone. So, the 2022 draft. He was the number one overall pick over Aiden Hutchinson. And uh, at the moment, Josh Allen looks way better. So, that's, yeah, not, good. that's not good. Um, I then wrote... Trevor Lawrence running on a bad knee reminds me of Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Was he hopping about a bit? He wasn't hopping about, but he had he had a brace on his knee. And he was saying apparently before the game that he wasn't going to run on it. And they were like, Oh, but what if like you're in the game and it opens up? He was like, Well, instincts might take over, but I've got to bring it in. But and but he was running, he was the leading rusher for a good chunk of this game. <laughs> um, he just saw his face and he'd go. And it was one of those things where you watch them and you're like, it's like watching... Like Bambi run. Yeah, I was going to say Bambi on ice, but I think that's a bit different. But like, yeah, you were just like, oh my God, be careful. And there's one point <laughs> where he could have gone out of bounds and didn't. I was like, what are you doing? Anyway. Um, he looks nice running though. Big long legs. Um... I have one Is that more on note. your notes? No, big I, long didn't, legs. I didn't write down big long legs. It does have big long legs. Though. I've got one more note, which I will save for later. Um, a little tease. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like I overdid that. But um, I enjoyed watching that match. It sounds it, which is good. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of my two second favorite teams. You know, if, do you know what I mean? Was you supporting one of the two when you're watching it? Well, or I was were you kind just of happy either way. I found out that I was rooting for the Jags more. That might have been because New Orleans was so frustrating to watch on offense. But I did find myself wanting the Jags to win. Okay. 
which before the so, game I wouldn't have known who I would have been rooting for. So when New Orleans started doing well in the fourth quarter, was that yeah. disappointing? Were you like, oh, no, yeah. Jags to win? Okay. Yeah. Um, right, the next game, the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens, both top of their divisions, I think. Oh, the Detroit Lions, crazy. six, the Baltimore Ravens, 38. Well, I remember this. Yep, hard to forget. It was nuts. Yep. It was just relentless. It didn't it was... look like two top teams. It looked like a top team playing a like bottom team. Yeah. I think... They just couldn't stop the Ravens' offense. Couldn't stop them. And Ravens' defense stepped up as well. Like, in weeks gone by, the Lions' offense has looked slick. And at times... Not unstoppable, but close to unstoppable. And here they scored six they points. They got stopped. Yeah. They were missing Montgomery, weren't they? They were but missing David Montgomery. Yeah. That's a big loss. You'd but... still expect to do some stuff without it. Yeah, Jamal Gibbs was back. I don't know if he was fully back. I don't know how many snaps he got. But he got at least some. So he was back a bit. Um, but yeah. I think a real statement win for the Ravens, who have always kind of, I think so far this season, shown flashes of like the team they can be. And you just wanted to see them put it all together. And they did. And now you're like, well, game was all together. Yeah. These guys could be Super Bowl contenders if they play like this. If they play like that week in, week out. Yeah. They've got one of the top. On National Tight End Day. Yep. Not. (laughs) Not today, but on Sunday, apparently. Um, yeah. Should we move along? Let's move along. Move along. The Las Vegas Raiders lose to the Chicago Bears 30 points to 12. Oh, so crazy. Two backup quarterbacks, Brian Hoyer and Tyson Bajant. I don't think yeah. anyone thought they would both be playing games this year, let alone the same game. I feel like Hoyer was more likely just because of Garoppolo. Yeah, well, Hoyer... The thing is, a lot of people think Hoyer shouldn't have a backup. Should be the second. Job. Yeah, like their next quarterback down is a rookie called Aidan O'Connell who played one preseason against the Niners, actually, and then I think he started a game or maybe came in earlier in the season when Jimmy got hurt and came in and didn't play particularly great, but just kind of standard like rookie stuff. I think a lot of Raiders fans would have liked to see him play this game over Brian Hoyer, who's a veteran who looked like a rookie. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to get rookie, yeah. a rookie level performance, you may as well play a rookie so that they can develop rather than play a veteran who's been around forever. Yeah. I mean, certainly that logic I agree with. Yeah. There's no reason. Uh, If they're going to perform pretty similarly, you may as well play someone that needs experience. But um, Tyson Bajant looked good. Yeah, crazy. I was really hating on him the week before, and he looked like he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, undrafted rookie. Who was we he? like on this podcast, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't look like he was um feeling the pressure of it. No, he looked confident. He looked confident and sort of had everyone in, in line and yeah. Yeah. Did, so a, well did done. a cracking job. Well done to Tyson. Good job, buddy. Um the highest scoring game of the weekend. Other than the Niners one, which we don't know the score of. Um, the Good Cleveland season. Browns, 39. The Indianapolis Colts, 38. So, once again, crazy, but not not an upset like a lot of the games were. No, I mean... I was expecting an extremely close game. Probably not that high scoring, but... No, I mean, I was expecting this game to be about... 20 to 10 to the Browns. 
rather than what was it, 38, 39, 38. Like the yeah. Browns defense looked good against the Niners. Looked like best in the league. And it was the best in the league, statistically. Um, and I'm not saying it looked bad. Eight but, points. Yeah, you can see 38 points against Gardner Minshew as yeah. well. Like, Gardner Minshew looked good, though. Yeah, he had, what, two rushing touchdowns as well? Oh, wow. How do we get here? From memory, one of them was actually not like two yards either. Yeah, you know, he had some had some decent some decent rushes. Um, I thought Miles Garrett really shone in this game. I think the defensive player of the year race seems to be, I would say, between Miles Garrett and TJ Watt at this stage. Obviously, it's early days. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett looked really good. Yeah, you remember his field goal block? Yeah, and he looked good before he done that, and that was a bit crazy. Yeah, he was making plays all over the place. Um, I mean, in my head, I can I can't really remember how Indianapolis got thirty eight points, but here we are. Um, would you like me to move along? I'm happy for you too. The Buffalo Bills twenty five, the New England Patriots. 29. So more, upset. more points for the Patriots. Yeah. Big upset, this one. The uh, what? The Patriots were what, one and five coming into the game. And the Bills four and two. Bills four to four and three. Patriots go. No, I'm getting this all wrong. Two and five. Did I say that all right? You said that right. Okay. It's got mixed <laughs> up in my head. Yeah. Um, a weird game, kind of from the Bills' perspective, worrying. Like, yeah. On both sides of the ball. Like, why could you not score more points against a very average looking defense? And how did you let Mac Jones and Co. score against you like that and drive down the field a few times? Like, concerning. Yeah. I think the it's a combo of Bills playing worse and New England playing better. I think New England's offense was like a lot better than in previous weeks. It's sort of there's more of a I don't know, they were just working more as a team, I feel like. Perhaps. But yeah, I don't think the defense more... was any better. And even with them being better, Bills should still win that. Yeah, I mean I think like a lot of people, I would have said Bills, you know, penciled into the divisional round of the playoffs already, like at the beginning of the season, hundred percent. Yeah, them the Chiefs and the Bengals in the divisional round, but nope. Uh, well, not nope, but so far, it's not looked good. I mean, they they lost Week One to the Jets on Monday Night Football. Well, I'm like, yeah. okay, that was a weird game. Like all the emotion of Aaron Rodgers. First game of the season, went to overtime. Fine. Weird game. They lost to the Jags in London. They looked lethargic in that game. Okay, well, maybe they've got some jet lag from being in London. The Jags have been there an extra week. Maybe it's just weirdness. That's another loss. But this game, it's kind of hard to excuse. Yeah. Like, the Bills have had the Patriots number in recent years. They beat them three times last year, including smashing them the last two weeks of the season. Well, the last two weeks of Patriots season. Um, and this year, Patriots look like one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Before this week, I think they'd be in most people's like bottom three teams. Yeah, I would say so too. So, yeah. And from the Patriots' point of view, well, we don't care about the Patriots' point of view because it's Patriots. Should we move on? Um, yeah. Guys. <laughs> um, the Washington Commanders, seven. The New York Giants, 14. So the Giants win in what must have been a very frustrating game for Commanders fans. 
Yeah. I mean, an upset. But this game, I didn't really care that much about, if I'm being honest. No, please be honest. Not that bothered about either team. I thought Commanders would win. Yeah. But I wasn't really overly rooting for them. I've got Brian Robinson on my fantasy, so I wanted to see him do good, but yeah, I think didn't really care. I think I kind of had hopes that at the beginning of the season, the commanders would be very good on defense and good enough on offense, and they'd get like eight wins. Maybe they might get nine, ten wins, and like sneak into the playoffs. Obviously, I don't think I never thought they were going to win the division. Because of what division they're in, but uh, they're just like a bit of a mess, don't they? Um, yeah. And yeah, the Giants. Together. Giants were one and five. Tyrod Taylor was in instead of Daniel Jones, so you know you don't have your highest-paid player, and you're rolling with Tyrod, 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 Trod, Taylor, and you know. I feel like I can't remember this game particularly well because obviously we're watching it in red zone. But I feel like the score is 14-7 for the whole second half at least. Yeah, that's what I mean. Even though we watched it, I don't feel like I watched it. Yeah, we'll just probably like, we didn't I watch really, much of it. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> do feel like I watched Browns. Browns mm. and Colts. Like, definitely I watched that. But yeah, this game, I was like, I don't know. I don't think anything happened. No. Um, yeah, was it three games of the early window? Teams that were one and five won. Became two um, New York Giants were one and five, and they won. New England Patriots were one and five. The Bears, and they won. The Bears were one and five, and they won. Yeah, a bit, bit of a crazy early window. Yeah, a lot of upsets. A lot of upsets. It was like all upsets, really, other than the Browns game. Um, most people would have yeah. money on Browns. Um, another game in the late window, the Atlanta Falcons, 16, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 13. Not a great game, this one. No, I like Falcons. I'm pleased Falcons won, but they didn't make... Very good, entertaining football. Oh, apparently. So, Bijan Robinson, the star running back. I know. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. He was just like ill on the day. Yeah. They said he and was then he found well. out when he was like practicing pre-game. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why he didn't get almost any snaps. He got one touch at the end of the game. Yeah, he was on the pitch for a lot of the first half, but not getting the ball. And then he got the ball, I think, the second last play of the game to set up the field goal. And he got three yards. Three yards. 0.3 points for your fantasy team. Let's go. So annoying. Could he not have told me he was ill? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really want to say too much about this game. I mean, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I kind of thought after three weeks, maybe this team would be like, a bit like what I thought the Commanders could be. Be like sneaky good and just be efficient, nothing too flashy. And like, get to nine wins, win the division and near the playoffs. I now sort of think they're probably closer to what a lot of people thought at the beginning of the season, which was nothing to worry about. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of thinking they're pretty much bang average. They can't run the ball. Yeah. At all. Like, Which is easy for your defense. So you're going are they going to pass it? Are they going to run it? Well, they can't run it. Oh, well, they're probably going to pass it then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Next. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 24. The Los Angeles Rams, 17. Yeah, so I've not seen any of oh, these this. This is the start of the late window. Okay, so you only know the score of this game. Yeah, and I know the fantasy implications. 
fancy implications. Because I've got lots of Rams players. Yeah, I can't remember much of this game. TJ Watt had an incredible interception. Where so you know who TJ Watt is? The like yeah, D lineman. He ended up like out in coverage, almost playing like corner. Like, he didn't line up there, but he kind of ended up out there, and he just like was covering the sky and just like drove on the ball and uh, picked it off. Nice. Um, so he looks he looks good. Uh, I think the Rams, from what I can remember, sort of felt like the better team for much of the game, and then at the end, the Steelers just kind of turned it on. Yeah. Uh, Pickens um, had a big game, or not a big game, had a lot of big moments. George Pickens, yeah. the receiver, so he's looking pretty good. Yeah, there's a bit more hope for the Steelers. This game wouldn't give you loads of hope as a Steelers fan, but give you a bit. You're like, okay, there's something there. We can build on this. Um, They're not a team I really closely follow, but I feel like they're having an alright season, aren't they? They're having a weird season. I think they're 4-2. Have, have they now. had a bye yet? Yeah. Um, yeah. They will be for 4-2. 4-2 is decent. Yeah, see, 4-2 is decent, but they had the game... I can't remember these games, that's the thing. They had at least one that was just one on defense. Um, yeah, they, they've not looked like a four and two team. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, they're in a weird division. I think the AFC North is weird. It's got the Ravens, who all of a sudden look good. The Bengals, good. who are supposed to be good, and have kind of looked iffy. And the Browns, who look great on defense. Struggling on offense, although well, only struggling on offense when Deshaun Watson's in, when PJ Walker's in, they seem to be better. Weird. Um, but then also the the best defense in the league that gave up 38 points against the Colts. That's a confusing, it's a confusing division. Anyone think, could win or lose that division. I feel like Browns could be insanely good and they're just the least consistent. Yeah, I mean it's worth saying they they lost Nick Chubb, which is big. Yeah. To be fair. Um, Don't need to tell tell me, mate. No, he lost them as well. Yeah. Um, now I've got Bijan Robinson get me point three points on fantasy. Could be worse. Not. It could be worse in many ways. Could be could point be two, point three, point one, or zero. Yeah. Well, can you get negative? I'm not sure you can. I don't um, think we're running back. What if you just took one play and it went backwards? Don't know. Um, the Arizona Cardinals ten, the Seattle Seahawks twenty. Oh yeah, uh, I keep like looking to you for a comment, and you're just like, oh, I don't know. Don't know. Um, they won twenty. Oh, you just said that, yeah. Seahawks won twenty ten. That's all I know. Um, yeah, I don't remember too much of this game. I think it was kind of just. Seattle getting the job done um, against the Cardinals team that don't look like they're up to much. Um, There's a nice touchdown from a rookie who I believe was called Jake Bobo. I don't sound like his name or anyone's name. Jake Bobo, I think. I might have made his first name or his second name up there. Um, but he's got a touchdown. One of those names is right. Jackson and Jigba scored. Okay. A touchdown his first. So he's a rookie. He was a highly drafted rookie, but he was like, don't know, 10th overall, 15th overall, something like that. Um, so he got his first touchdown as well. So, so two rookie touchdowns. That's good. I believe so. I believe so, yeah. And Kenneth Walker, the third, Kenneth Walker, junior, junior, um, he had a big game. He, that's his sophomore season. I don't know if we're calling it that. It's his second year. Um, okay. So some good signs for Seattle, but not a totally dominant performance, but they were never really in much danger of losing this game. Yeah, I feel like that was the most, I don't know, that's exactly what I would expect to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, But let's not dwell too much because my memory is not great. Um, The Green Bay Packers, 17, the Denver Broncos, 
19. Bad so day for the Green Bay Packers. Upset. Another upset. Were the Broncos 1 and 5? I believe so. They're now 2 and 5 as well. Um, can I remember anything about this game? John Could Love they, didn't look great. Maybe they were 1 and 4. Maybe they had a bye already. I don't know. I don't think uh, they'd won two games. It doesn't really matter. I'm just thinking out loud. It doesn't matter. I hope no one's listening to this for accurate information. So we just say I don't think we anyone would. <laughs> um, yeah, can I remember anything about this game? Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. They won 1917. Ah, nice. I'm really blanking. I wonder if I wrote any notes down. Did, did Wilson do well? Not especially. No, not especially. I think mean, neither of these teams did especially well from memory. Um, I remember at the end of the game, John Love threw an interception. So that's suboptimal. Yep. Resulting in uh, a touchdown. Hmm? Resulting in a touchdown, like the next drive. No, it's like to end the game. All right. Like they okay. need, they were losing. They need to go down to. Keep uh, the down. Okay. Um, yeah, that was silly. Yeah, let's just move on. Honestly, can't remember. Um, I don't think either of those teams are going anywhere. So, why, why dwell? Um, speaking of teams not going anywhere, the Los Angeles Chargers um, fall, lose. To the Kansas City Chiefs, 31-17. Um, the Chiefs might be going somewhere. The Chiefs are going places. And that place is probably the AFC title game. Um, just, you know, statistically speaking, that's probably where they're going. Um, Chargers yeah. probably ain't. Kind of hoping this would be like a big blowout, like end-to-end, you know. I thought it could be. I thought it could be quite a high score. Yeah, and even, yeah, it was 17 all at one point, I think. Uh, okay. There was, ah, oh, John's memory. I think there was a defensive score for the Chargers in there. But I might be, I might, oh, I might be thinking of the Miami Eagles game, which had the same final score. I think I am. This is ever so fun, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, the Chiefs one, huge day for Travis Kelsey. How is it? Yeah, bits. Yeah, bits, bits. Um, don't have his stats in front of me, but I did write down huge game Travis Kelsey. Let's say some men like let's make him up 130 yards and three touchdowns. Let's say three touchdowns is a good stat to have. I, mean, I don't think either of those are necessarily right, but ballpark, they're right. Um, Taylor Swift was in the crowd. Um, it's probably going viral now. It was like a rehearsed, like handshake that her and Brittany Mahomes did. Uh, okay, they scored a touchdown. It was like a you know classic kind of well a rehearsed handshake deal. Yeah, they they planned ahead. Yeah, um, I think someone I saw on Twitter, on Twitter there is a clear correlation between Travis playing well. And Taylor Swift being there? Yeah, I saw a funny meme about that. You saw a meme? Where? Social media? Uh, sort of. YouTube. YouTube. Like How a video meme. A video meme. You can get a video meme. Can you? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Uh, it was about fantasy and it was like... When you're up against Travis Kelsey and... You see Taylor Swift at the game, and then it's just like a man going crazy, like annoyed. And then next to right. it is like the, his points going up and up and up, like sped up really quick. I see. Nice. Are you watching fantasy YouTube videos? I'm not watching fantasy YouTube videos. Wow. I, no, it's like YouTube short, like their version of TikTok. Uh, so they just pop up. I've not searched for it. Okay. So it's allowed. <laughs> it's popped up based on your search history. I think based on the fact that when it's popped up before, 
I haven't right. skipped it. I'd be like, oh, this is good. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Um, the Miami Dolphins, 17. The Philadelphia Eagles, 31. Same scoreline. Yeah, I'm annoyed I didn't watch this. No, you, as an Eagles fan. Yeah, I would have been... I was quite scared, though. I thought Miami would win. Yeah, I really thought... You know, I thought it was 50-50. I didn't think... Yeah, I thought Eagles could win, but I thought Miami would. Mm. So it's a scary one to watch. But I just didn't did have time. It. No, so... Well, I think it would have been a nice one to watch as well when you think they're going to lose and then they win. Yeah, I mean, did I write any notes for this one? I wrote some notes. I wrote Eagles D-line dominant, albeit against backup, centre, left guard, left tackle. So the Dolphins had backups in those positions. Eagles D-line dominant, especially Hassan Reddick and Jalen Carter. You know who Jalen Carter is? Yeah, Jalen Carter's good. Okay, yeah, rookie. Um, and then this, oh yeah, okay. My final note isn't really a note about the game as such, but I just thought you might be interested to know this. So the two quarterbacks in this game, Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts, both played um, in, both played for Alabama in college. Okay. So Jalen Hurts was the starter. Um, he's older, I think, than Tua. Um, and then in the national championship game, so, you know, the Super Bowl of college football, yeah. um, Jalen Hurts gets benched at halftime for Tua. Oh. And then they go on to win the championship. That's mad. The following year, Tua's the starter. They go to the national championship game again, which is mad in itself. Um, and this time, Tua gets hurt. He doesn't get benched, but he gets hurt, taken off. Jalen Hurts goes in, and they win the national championship. I think. I hope all those facts are correct. That's crazy. But yeah. But yeah, that's a bit mad that Tua was the starter over Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, normally when that his... situation would happen, Jalen Hurts would get a transfer, I think, and go play somewhere else. Yeah, you'd think if he was, which he obviously was, that good. Mm. You'd think he'd be starting for A-team. Well, I think, yeah, I think. Or if he's old enough, move into NFL. If they want to start someone else. But I I think it's worked out all right for him, hasn't it? He's done okay for himself. As a prospect, Jalen Hurts wasn't as good as Tua coming out of college. Like, there were there were obviously debates about where they're going to be drafted, of course, but I, I can't remember where Tua was drafted, but it's something like fifth or something. Um, Jordan Hurts, I think, was second rounder. Okay. Um, not the same year, I don't think. I think Jordan Hurts probably the year before. I can't remember, but um, well, I wasn't watching at this point. That's why I yeah. don't remember. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was... A decent game. The Eagles just stopped Miami being able to run the ball, basically. Like, yeah, stopped it. And they've been so, very good at that. They've been very good at that. So that's good to stop. Um, a lot of success for the Tush Push, probably Shove. Yeah. QB Sneak. They know what they're doing. Them. They really do know what they're doing with that. Um, they that made nice. that a thing. Jalen Hurts is like not injured, but like a little bit sewing. Oh, is he? Yeah, apparently after the game, he was like noticed wearing like a knee brace. Right. And then press asked him about it, and he was like, No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. But obviously, you're not 100% fine if you decide to put a brace on. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. But I think. He's definitely going to want to play next week because they're against Commanders. And I think oh, yeah. are they playing Commanders next week? Yeah, and I think they historically done pretty good against Commanders. Jaden Hutz especially, I think he got his career career high 
really? like I guess receiving yards. No, no, like he's not like he's catching passing like, yards. Passing yards, yeah, that's what I mean. How do you know that? You googled it. No, because I got Jane Hurts on fantasy and he was questionable right. for the game, so I clicked where it was questionable and then read about it. Okay, well that's you know almost research. That's good. Um, so we're not talking about San Francisco, Minnesota game because it hasn't happened yet for me. Yep. Has happened in real life. Um, so yeah, um, so our picks for this week, we did so badly. Um, yeah, well, there was a, a lot of load upsets. of upsets. Um, so just to rattle through them, um, we guess most, we picked most of, most of the same. So we got the Jags right, Lions wrong. Oh, uh, wait, Jags right, Ravens game wrong, Bears game wrong. Browns game right, Patriots game wrong, Giants game wrong, Falcons game wrong. Uh, the Pittsburgh Rams game, I predicted the Rams wrong. You predicted the tie wrong. Um, we got the Seattle game right. Um, we got the Packers Denver game wrong. We both got the Chiefs game right. John finally moved away from the Chargers. Good job by me. Um, and then you thought the Dolphins um, would win. But you went for the Eagles out of oh, the Eagles. And you've been rewarded. Um, so you win the picks competition 5 4. This week. That's my first win of the year, I believe. Uh, I think you won one. Week seven. Okay. No, you won week five. Oh, hell yeah. So good job by you. Um, the running total is John 64, Paul 59. Obviously, yeah. one tie. Correctly predicted by you will change everything. So there might not even be a tie this whole season. There might not be. I expect there will be, but there might not be. There's not been that many overtime games. No. Um, One of the ones that there was was a predicted tie and almost went to a tie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you've lost a bit of your magic with the tie predictions. Yeah. Seven point difference this game this week, your tie prediction. Yeah, game. annoyingly, I was really unsure which, well, either way, I wouldn't have got it, obviously, because there weren't any ties. Yeah. But I was really unsure which t- game to choose, and I really almost chose Browns Colts, which would have made me look much smarter because that was a one pointer mm. and a high yeah. scoring one pointer, which makes it seem closer. Yeah, I know what you mean. It does make it seem closer. So if someone wins, I think it's because of percentages, isn't it? Yeah, the Colts got like (laughs) I can't do the maths. Don't know. If you win like twenty ten, you feel like twice as good as the other team. Whereas if you win like sixty fifty, that's like a closer game. There we go. I mean, sixty fifty would be insane, obviously. (laughs) But um, anyway, that's the point. I think that's what happens when Dolphins train when they do training matches. What, 60-50? Yeah. <laughs> this um, is crazy high scoring. Right, should we move on to the next agenda item? Sure. So... Team, you are up on this week. Stock rising, good feelings. Yeah. Well, I'm going to... Disclaimer. Okay. For both the top... Kind of built out there a bit, Paul. And then you just... I didn't know you were going to... I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> I can disclaimer afterwards. Well, I think either way now, I've ruined yeah, it. You, yeah, you fucked it. Uh, I'm not saying, but I'm not going to put... Obviously, Vikings or 49ers on either list. Okay. I'm not even saying I would have done that anyway, but I'm just... Yes, okay. That's a note. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Teams I'm up on. Ravens. Yep. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's up on rather than teams that are really good. (laughs) Mm. I've also written down... 
Bears. Okay. And uh, I wrote down New England. I thought they were... I'm up on them from previous weeks. I still think they're one of the worst. But yeah. I think their offense looked like an offense that can that <laughs> that can play a season. I feel like that should have yeah. been their week one. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like it looks like it's coming together, but that's the sort of state it should be in when you start the season. Yeah, they were like a dumpster fire and now they're just like one dustbin on fire. Yeah. Yeah, so big improvements. So yeah, I'm up Um, on that. But still, crucially, not not a desirable property being a dustbin on fire. Who are you up on? Um, Well, my answer is the Ravens. I'm up on the Ravens because I think all of a sudden they're dangerous. They're spicy, and I like them. And with Lamar Jackson, they can beat anyone. And well done, them. My honourable mention is the Eagles, who I think have had a weird season where they've won a lot of games, but not against great opposition and haven't necessarily looked great. And they've come up against Miami, who've kind of had, in a way, a similar season. You know, they've won a lot of games against like not very good opposition. But Miami look have looked great. good while doing it. And the Eagles kind of put them in the place. And they got the job done. And I feel like this is the kind of Eagles team we are all expecting this season. Not that it hasn't been delivered thus far because they're 6-1 now. But I'm a lot more scared of them now than I was a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. You what other teams are 6-1? and one? Chiefs and not commenting, but maybe 49ers, maybe not. Yeah. So okay. in our world, Niners are five and one, still to play. And yeah, the Lions were five and one, they lost. And Miami were the other five and one team. They lost. Nice. So only two teams, six and one now. Niners pending. There we are. Um Paul, can you please tell me a team you're feeling down on? Stock diminished. Um. Well, I feel like we're both going to say the same thing. And we both said we're up on Ravens and likewise down on Lions. I've actually, I've only got one team written down. I didn't write the Lions. I, okay. I understand I, why you would think I would have. I'm just my Lion bias got the better of me. I wrote Lions and Bills. Okay, that makes I wrote bills. Okay. Um for obvious reasons. <laughs> yep, I've already mentioned this. I thought Bills would be like Super Bowl caliber team all season, and they now look like a wildcard team. Yeah. But a team that might not even get that far. Do you know what I mean? So remains to be seen. I still have faith that they'll get it back together. But instead of them winning twelve or thirteen games a season, I would expect them to win. Nine or ten now, which is a big difference in the playoff picture. Yeah, especially in a tricky division with the Dolphins. Nah, Dolphins aren't tricky. Eagles make it look easy. Well, they have beaten the Dolphins. That does help big time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and they got the Jets, who we don't really know where the where the Jets are, but. Anyway, they're the teams that we're down on. Is there anything you want to say about the Lions? Or just for obvious reasons? I think, yeah, it's self-explanatory, isn't it? Next week is going to be big for both those teams. The Lions, I think, especially. If they can come out, who they got next week? We have a look. They've got Raiders. Yeah, okay. So you've got to put the Raiders to the sword a bit, I think. Yeah. And Ravens have got Cardinals. So they both, in theory, have easy games. Oh, not the Ravens. The Bills. Oh, the Bills. Yeah, I meant the, I meant the yeah. two teams that lost. Tampa. So Tampa. not okay, as yeah. easy. I think fairly easy still, um, in theory. So, yeah. But they just lost to New England. So, Yeah, who were easy. Following that, following that logic, they're going to get messed up. 
All right. Um, Paul, can you give me an MVP for week seven? I wrote down two. Okay. Before we started the podcast, and you've mentioned both of them. Right. Um, Tyson Bagent. Bajent? Maybe? Yeah. I've been saying Bajent. Which is funny, because I was hating him last week, but I think he looked really good. Yeah. He, did, he looked competent. I think if they, who have they got next week? They got the Chargers. If they can beat the Chargers with Tyson Bajent, I don't expect them to. But if they do, it'll be interesting to see hmm. Well, how do I want to phrase this? It'll be hard to drop Tyson Bajan when Fields comes back. Yeah. That's maybe the best way of phrasing it. Which is a weird one because Fields wasn't a problem with Bears. No, he did have some not nice moments, but yeah, you're right. He certainly wasn't the big problem. But yeah, if they're doing well with Tyson, they've got to leave him in, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the other one I wrote down was Mark Andrews. On tight end day. On national tight end day. Doing tight end stuff. I genuinely think it was a really big day for tight ends. I would I would like to see the stats between how the many early window was for sure. How many, let's say, receiving yards or maybe how many receptions tight ends got on National Tight End Sunday compared to the other week so far. Because I feel like it was more genuinely. Dallas yeah. got it at a big game for the Eagles. Yeah, Travis Kelsey had a big game. Mark Andrews had a big game. Um, I can't remember who else played that week. <laughs> Carl Pitts did a pretty good. Carl Pitts had that amazing catch behind his back. Remember that? <laughs> remember this? I do um... remember that. It's annoying because <laughs> you're going to ask me my highlight, and that's it. You mentioned everything I wanted oh. to say. <laughs> um, that's why who... I almost didn't mention him. <laughs> right, so who was your who was your definitive MVP? You can only have one. Oh, is this something you make a note of? Um, no, I'm not writing it down, but it's nice to be a bit uh, more assertive. Tyson. Tyson Bajan. Nice. Um I got two honorable mentions for my MVP. I've mentioned all these players before. So Travis Kelsey. TJ. Huge game. Uh what? Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> Were uh, you deliberately yeah. doing that? Well, you said TJ. Yeah, TJ what? Oh, you're guessing my next one. <laughs> I thought you were calling Travis Kelsey TJ, and I was like, it's TK. It's definitely okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you... Oh, my God. Okay. I thought you were doing a funny... So TJ and you act like you don't know what I'm talking about and you go, what? I'm like, yeah, oh, I see. That's his name, yep. Fucking hell, it's like, who's on first base? Um, except, awful. Um, Foyer Aluacon, I've mentioned already. Mm-hmm. and But my definitive MVP of the week is Miles Garrett. Nice. Huge game. And I think the field goal block. He did look good. Till it. Yeah, um, that was awesome. And you might have heard this in commentary, but you know when you do that field goal block, we jump over the players. If you, you touch touch any of them, you touch them, it's a penalty. I'm like, just the bravery is that right? The right word? The confidence, the audacity, the, the audacity to try it. Because so like yeah. surely someone's going to stand up, and you're going to like anyway. Respect. Miles Garrett. Um. Okay. Um, your darkness retreat moment, your low light of the week, uh, where the I light did, is so low you cannot I, see. I did write one down. I don't know. Didn't write one down. Well, that's my low light of the podcast. Um, <laughs> actually, it's probably not. Um, I'll just tell you mine. Yeah. Um, at the end of the Jags Saints game on Thursday Night Football. So to recall, the score was. 31-24. Uh, New Orleans had the ball. They've not had much offense thus far, but I kind of get it going in fourth quarter. They drive down the field. It is third down. I can't remember where from. Let's say the 10. 
Um, and Derek Carr floats one up and wide, wide open in the end zone is tight end Foster Moreau. Puts his hands up and it just like, he just drops it. It just like hits the top of his fingers and just like bounces out of his hands. And it is definitely, ah, you've got to catch it. He drops it. I yeah. feel really bad for him. Uh, he's not had a good time of it recently. And it's like, if, they, if he catches that, then um, an extra point ties it up. Or we'll go for, given yeah, how two. bad New Orleans looked, I would have gone for two. And then you've got, let's say, a 50% chance of winning the game. And they just... It just doesn't go well. And then the next play is, I think, incomplete. And that's the end of the game. And they lose. So that was... While I was rooting for the Jags, I do feel bad for Foster Moreau. Um, so hopefully he has some nice plays next week and he feels better about himself. Ah, oh, that's a nice note to to end on, I'm assuming. Have you have you got more to add? There's the next section. Oh, what? The highlight of the week. So you do the low light because you don't want to end on a low moment. So the highlight is... Oh. Do you have a highlight? Or do you well, yeah, it? I already said it. Well, you said oh, it. Your Carl Pitts. Pitts. It didn't even get him many yards, but the fact like that he did yards. it so casual <laughs> was awesome. It was it was a great catch. If anyone who's listening has not seen it, I recommend Googling it, YouTubing, yeah, TikToking. YouTube it. It's on TikTok, Paul. Tweet it. I don't know. It's not even called that anymore, is that? Exit. Yeah. Exit is something <laughs> else. If you're listening to this podcast, exit. That's probably good advice also. Um, my highlight isn't even a highlight because it didn't count. But when I was watching it, I thought it counted. Okay. So, and it was one of the greatest plays I'd ever seen. Was you might remember this the Drake London moment? I can't even remember if it was a catch. And uh, that was, and he's reaching man. for the pylon and he's like upside down on the sideline. He's like reaching for it. I think in the end, it was ruled. Was it ruled a fumble or was it ruled short? But either way, it, it, it was, was ruled, ruled like down on the one. It was ruled that his foot touched. Oh, yeah, or his hand or something. Yeah, touched out of bounds. I think they it got challenged by the other team. Mm. And they were challenging it, saying they don't think it. he caught it. They yeah. thought he'd let go of it. And then, therefore, they were hoping it would go all the way back. And they right. played themselves by challenging it. Because in a challenge, they determined when his foot just touched with like, yeah, by like one blade of grass. I think it was his hand because he was upside down. Oh, yeah, his hand. Mm. It just about touched. But while it touched, at the point it touched, he was in control. Yeah. And that made it was a successful catch. And then it was, yeah. It was like down one, on the one. One away. Yeah. So it did count as a play, but. The impressive part was reaching for the pylon, which he didn't quite get. But I thought he did, and I was going crazy. So, Although, interestingly, after saying how shit game the Falcons was, it was both of our highlights of the week. Yeah, two good moments. Yeah. For two young players. Um, that's one of the things that's most, that's most frustrating about this team. So they've got so many weapons. Great London, Carl Pitts. Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, Cordell Patterson. In other teams, these guys would be racking up the stats. But they have Desmond Ritter, quarterback. And, you know, Arthur Smith. Um, right. Are you happy? Yes. Right. Let's do the final section, which is the picks for next week. Yep. So there's no teams on by next week. Nah, big week. Which is weird. The games. You would think week eight, there'd be loads of teams on by. It's the middle of the season. Yeah, I don't understand how they do it, but... But, no. I wonder if it's because it's Halloween, because Halloween's quite a big thing in America, right? So do people... Maybe. I I guess if it's... A holiday and people have it off work. They I mean, it's not games. It's not actual on Halloween, the games because Halloween's on a Tuesday, but it's Halloween weekend. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. So let's stop. 
Talking. Um, the Thursday night game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Buffalo Bills. Big bounce back needed. And I think they'll get it. And Paul thinks they'll get it. I agree. Um, the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. An interesting one. I reckon Texans, though. Me too. Um, the Rams go to Dallas. The Cowboys. And they get beat. Yeah. Off a bye as well. I think Cowboys should be good there. Although, um, um, fantasy implications for that game is mad for me. Because I've got Nakua, their kicker, Cooper Cup, and Cowboys defense. And you've got Brett Maher. Yeah. Is he the kicker? Ooh. Yeah. I needed to get rid of him there. Didn't he miss like three kicks last week? Is it him? Um, I don't know if Getting, he missed oh, them. I know he got me no points. <laughs> no one got me any points last week. Um, all right. The next game. Um, coming off a big win or a devastating loss, the Minnesota Vikings travel to Green Bay. I've gone for the Vikings, even though I don't know how they did this week. I've gone for Packers. Oh, a point of difference. It's nice to have one of those. Um, the New Orleans Saints against the Indianapolis Colts. I've gone for Colts. Oh, okay. Against my better judgment, I've gone for the Saints. I always lean Saintswood, and it's not it's not fared well recently. But I, not recently, but first few weeks, I would always bet against the Saints, and I think it's got you it's got you more points over me than the other way around. I reckon. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. Um, the Dolphins against the Patriots. Wow, shockingly, I reckon Dolphins might just about win that one. Yeah, I've got that. Even um, though they're off a loss and New England are off a win, I still reckon Dolphins might manage it. They kind of need to bounce back. Yeah. I hope they go 100% and win like 60-0. Yeah. Um, oh, New York Jets against the New York Giants, the Battle of New Jersey. Who have you got? I've got Jets. Oh, me too. <laughs> that is an annoyance you make for me too. <laughs> well, I didn't really, I couldn't really remember who I had. Okay. So I looked down, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got Jets as well. Uh, Jags, Steelers. Jags, I've got it. Yeah. Hopefully. But- you never know. Well, obviously. Um, Falcons, Titans. I thought this one was tricky. I went Titans. I went Falcons. Oh, okay. Um, Although now I'm thinking about it, maybe that should be my draw. But I've done it. You, you want me to stick? No, I want to swap. That's oh. a draw. It's probably going for a tie. Between the Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, we shall that's see. a better call. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles against the Commanders. Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I said they'd beat Miami, and then this week I'm like, no, I think Commanders got their number. That'd be worrying. Uh, Brown Seahawks. I found this tricky. I went Browns. This the is the one I initially wrote. Draw, but I'm going Browns. You're going Browns, okay. Um, Cleveland Browns. The Baltimore Ravens against the Arizona Cardinals. This could be an annihilation. I hope it It is. It really could be. Uh, And I think Ravens will do it rather than Cardinals. Yeah, I've gone Ravens as well, shockingly. Um. The Kansas City Chiefs against the Denver Broncos. Chiefs for me. Chiefs for me. Yeah, they've almost already won that division. Not being funny. Yeah. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals play the San Francisco 49ers. This is going to be a big game for my Niners. Yeah, I think 49ers will do it. Yeah, I've I've got I've got for Niners. I've got the Niners every week so far. 
agreed that's one of their better games mm. on paper. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch that one more than I want to watch them <laughs> Vikings or. But I guess the Niners also play the Ravens later on in the season. I'm just thinking because they've played the Browns and the Steelers. They're probably playing the whole division. So that would be another good one later on in the season. Yeah. That's a scary one, that. Um, the Bears go to SoFi to play the Chargers. I want Bears, but I think Chargers will do it. Yeah, this is the kind of one where I could see an upset, but it would be an upset, so I'm going for Chargers. Um, and then the Raiders against the Lions. I've kind of gone for the Lions, and I am fairly confident in this one. I don't know why, but I'm just, I just feel like Dan Campbell is going to get the Lions into shape, and they're going to they're going to win by twenty points. Yeah, I'm hoping annihilation, Lions. Annihilation. Um, yeah, groovy. Um, so that's week eight with a full slate of games, um, which will be fun. And the clocks go forward or back or whatever the direction they go. On Saturday, so all the games on Sunday are an hour earlier for us because the clock don't change in America until uh, the following yeah. week. So that's fun. So games start at five p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, groovy, groovy times. Uh, anything else you want to say? Would you like to say groovy, groovy times? Groovy, groovy times. Excellent.